You're listening to OK Now Listen, a bi-weekly show where we chat about what's on our minds, what we're binging, and what's blowing up our timelines. I'm Scotty Beam, media personality, content creator, music enthusiast, and a wing connoisseur. And on top of that, I'm a ginger girl now. Yeah. All right? Talk to me <laughs> as such. Scotty Ginger Beam is my name. Okay, okay, we will refer to you as that moving forward. Thank you. Heard you. Noted. And I'm Sylvia Obell, culture writer, host, producer, lover of Beyonce. And yes, I am still blonde and will be blonde for the foreseeable future. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm feeling like Sylvia... Gingers may have uh, more fun because Ooh, I am having a great time. Not the this. blonde versus redhead. Really? <laughs> As a redhead now, you know, ah. truly, it's been a joy. And it's mm. been a few days, but I am having the best time ever with it. I mean. It looks great on you, sis. Like, all your undertones is toning, right? It's, it's breaking the, them out. It's the black girls with red hair, though, that we really need to speak about. Red hair had a chokehold on us in high school. <laughs> we cannot ever forget that. It didn't all of moment. us. The 90s were real. Oh, and, I mean, in moment. the early 2000s, you're right. In the early 2000s? Remember when you had that red dye wash? You could wash it out your hair. I used to have that, put that in my that hair. That rinse. And then the get rinses. the Allen Iverson. Yep. The rinse, that's what it's called, the rinse. <laughs> they were not permanent, but and they would wash out after like twice. <laughs> yes, it was time for a change for the autumn time. You, you were know, saying was, you were getting bored with your hair. I want to give this autumn look a see-through. I, I want to be able to see it through to the next year. I want to see you it know? through. All right, it's, I think it's good for the winter, for the colder months. It'll be cute. Thank you. All right, what, what else have you been up to this weekend, though, besides changing your hair color? Child, I went to go see King Richard, Sylvia, mm. Laquanda, Obey. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Anjanu Ellis. Talk about <clears throat> Say her name. Say her name. I know we're giving Will Smith all their things and everybody, all their things. Everybody did a great job. Everybody came to work. They I understood love to see the it. assignment, all of them. Absolutely. But Anjanu. Anjanu. My girl is in the moments. Mm. You hear me? Mm. In it. In you can't tell tales. me that ain't Serena and Venus' mother. You can't tell me now. And the thing is, every time she performs and she she does this, she takes over a new role, and I don't see her as the last role anymore. Mm-hmm. She like it sticks on to her so much. Like yeah. she was Hippolyta to me just a few weeks ago. Yep, and she says, "Catch up, catch up. <laughs> We're going somewhere new." Hello. I'm body that one as well. She takes me on a journey every fucking time. Yes. And it's just, it's so great to watch. And I, I know everybody, she's like underappreciated. She's unappreciated and all these other things. But she's appreciated here on OK Now Listen. Show is. We love you. We know you. We see you. I love you. You made me cry, girl. I was, I was crying. I was in tears most of Ooh. the movie. Because I saw it when I was profiling Venus. Uh, for right. Cosmo, and so I, I like to really point out that Sylvia saw it like six July. months ahead of <laughs> like us. July. It was, but like, let me tell you, Warner Bros. Whatever was, they wasn't playing with me. I had to go to the lot. I had to sign a lot of contracts. Ooh, yes, I had to like, They had a little theater in there. I had, I had to sit there. It wasn't color corrected <laughs> yet, but the acting didn't need that. I'm telling you, without the details, it still hits. Hello. The emotion still hit. Okay, Hello. and I was in tears, and I didn't know mm. if I was in tears at the time because 
it was like when I like as an empath, especially like when I profile somebody like I'm in them, like I'm in their yeah. story. Yes. I had just talked to Venus. I'm researching all. So to see everything she was telling me played out on screen because the movie focuses so much on her because she was the one who led them in that it was I was just emotional. So yeah. I was like I was just crying the whole time. And I'm like, whoa, I am over here like Scotty. Why am I crying like this? Oh, yeah. But like it was it, ingenue. And you said it like she knows us. It's literally like that's the, what she brings to the character that the other girls don't always bring. She mm-hmm. knows us. She knows the black women that she plays each time. It's like she spends time making sure all their duality, all their complexities. She masters that shit. Okay, it's like Ooh. was it you live this? You live this? That's crazy because I see it. <laughs> that's why. Like. But yeah. there's like two big scenes of hers. I think for me, it's like when she walks across that street mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to that neighbor. Those mm-hmm. who have seen it know what I mean. There was that. I, she said, move aside, Richard. It's my turn. It's my turn now because these are my girls. Okay. Mother to mother. We're going to have a conversation about this. I know not everybody has seen the film, but just notice the work that mothers do. Yes. Even when. Mm. There is a lot of appreciation for the father Mm -hmm. going on. How the mother doesn't need all of that because what she's doing, Mm -hmm. what she has going on is for the family. You know, a lot of moms just don't get the credit. They don't get the credit. Because it's just, it's it's expected of us more so than than the men and the fathers. The tribe is on our back. When it should be, of course, both of them did it. The yes. force should be mutual. Exactly. But, hey, you know, that's another topic for another time. And then that kitchen scene, y'all know the one. Let me tell you something. Y'all know the I one. I almost stood the fuck up. I almost stood up right in that chair in the movie theater. <laughs> I had to get the full feeling. So oh, I went so to the movie theater. Okay. Yes, I did. I love that. And I almost put the popcorn to the side and said, now you know, now you know, you live this. Because this is crazy. I didn't know they was going to go there. And they did. They said this is how we gonna do it because you know the family exactly. was involved in the movie, so they only let us go there a little bit. But we went a little bit, and we went where we needed to, sprinkled it on top, <laughs> gave us that razzle dazzle. Razzle dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> I think overall, though, what's just so beautiful to me is like this is how a family should be, and it was seeing a unit as far as like coming together to help their kids achieve their dreams. That type yeah. of sacrifice is something, especially when you don't have the privilege to sacrifice and do it anyway, mm-hmm. is huge. And I think. So much of their success is because their family held them down from the beginning. And they're right. always they're always quick to say so. So I mm-hmm. love that this movie really showed how much their sisters and their mom and their dad played such a part in their success and why it feels like a family success to them. Oh, I loved it. I loved it so much. Please go out and see that movie. Sylvia, what else did you do this weekend? Let me talk to you about something. You want to talk about emotions. I want Adele to listen the fuck up. Because this 30 album, this 30, and she always comes for our age. Like, that's the thing. Adele be reading me because I'm always like a year or the exact year around the age of the album. And this bitch had the nerve to peek her little fingers into every one of our diaries and journals and take out that content and make the most emotionally beautiful, complex, vulnerable lyrics that I have heard in a minute. I'm talking about 
just the pen. Scotty, talk about the pen. I know you all have right, feelings about all. this pen <clears throat> because we have specific songs that we like and we will name them. I just want to say the overall project, a journey. I initially thought it was a personal attack. I'm not going <laughs> to hold you, Adele. I thought you really had some problem with me and I almost like I was I was like does this bitch like really want to fight because the writing was so on point Mm. I had to look under my bed in my closet (laughs) check if my voice notes were on because the way that she was reading me she hacked into Siri had to be I drink (laughs) wine that's the one almost had me jump out of this window because And I'm thankful, Adele, for not releasing this <clears throat> during the pandemic, like while we were locked in, because <laughs> girl, I Adele, don't know. That was a public service to the community in general that Adele did there. Okay. Yes. Yes. I actually put off listening to this album because I knew mm, did you? the way that Adele's pen goes, it was going to put me in a feeling that I, I still had to go outside. I still had to show my face. Mm-hmm. So I was like you know what, let me just put this off for a little bit and then, you know, get myself together. And also, like, you know, when the period's coming, you're like, hey, PMS is real. I don't want to put this on everybody. I start to feel lyric, lyrics a little bit deeper than what they should be. I've been, I went through three divorces on this album. And right. I, I've never been married. <laughs> exactly. And I, by the end of it, I said, woo, divorce is rough, ain't it? Like, I Listen, don't. <laughs> when I was listening to the little one, I thought I had a child. Those voice memos. And then she brought the baby. She put the baby on the track. Asking his mama what's wrong and her having to explain. Oh, I was just in the glass case of my emotions. I literally was that Will Ferrell gif in uh, (laughs) the Anchorman. (laughs) I was like, I am in the glass case of my emotions. Can we talk about, okay, the bad bitch that is to be loved. Oh, man. To be loved. That's the one that had me. Like, I signed papers the other day like i was a lover and your secretary working every day of the week is to be loved this is i said okay not gonna cry the adele Mm -hmm. aversion Mm -hmm. when she's just she lets her and you know it's purposeful when she lets her voice crack because adele don't do that but that's Uh -uh. how much pain she was in and she wanted you to feel it when she kept saying over and over again how she tried and she tried and she tried any party who's had to leave a relationship knows that pain she captures it so well and just even talking about the concept of to be loved and loved at the highest count means that you have to lose all the things that you can't live without i love all of them but this last one threw me for a loop just when i thought we were good like hold on i think it's the second to last and i was like whoo all right hold on was good i made it out but then this bitch gone Put on love is a game. Love is a game for fools. Mm-hmm. And it talks about this girl. Well, it talks about her and people like me who already saw themselves as difficult to love and see it as a game and then get really hard on themselves with like figuring out like I'm incapable of like loving correctly and doing this right. It must be a game. And How when I tell you I was in the Uber bawling, bawling, bawling. Yes, it's just it's the complexities of heartbreak and just in such a it was healthy. You know, a lot of times like this breakup music or like this heartbreak music is like feels like toxic. 
right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, she managed to do it in a way that didn't feel toxic. It's like, exactly. oh, this is like the people who've been in therapy breakup album. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. and I loved it. Like, it's like the emotional maturity was there. And yes. like, even taking accountability for her part in it, not making it seem all one-sided, like it's there. And I'm so mm-hmm. thankful for Adele's vulnerability because it's life-changing. And it's, it, and it's made a lot of people feel seen. My particular song is Woman Like Me. <sighs> That's me. Oh, That's my yeah, journal. Child. And I said, child. complacency. Talk about it. Talk about it. Consistency child. is what? That's what a bitch like me needs. You're correct. I feel like that was just like anybody who's been in a situation where the person will not. What you going to do, sir? What's happening? Oh, you don't know? All right. Well, bye. Oh, the, love the representation there for the people with standards. <laughs> I love the range of the songs. There was even some like nice little flirtatious ones and all of those things. But Adele, bitch, you've done it again. And for me, this is my favorite. This might be my favorite Adele album. Like Twenty One was my favorite before this. I have to give. I have to give it some more time. I have to give it some more time. Nineteen. Yes. I'm still. I'm a big Nineteen fan. <laughs> but you may be right, Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Well, we already know. That this episode is coming out on Thanksgiving. I am currently prepping for my family to come into town. So we do want to talk a bit about Thanksgiving. And we have a bit of a hot take that we want to share with you all about this holiday. We're about to test the safe space thing again. Um, I'm a little hesitant because we all know how Crooklyn went for me. But we're going to see if we can really tell y'all how we're feeling again this time. Like, I'm going to come back because that's what a relationship's about. I'm going to try y'all again, okay? <laughs> if y'all attack me again, it might be this might be the last time I open up. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk to y'all mm-hmm. about how we're feeling. And let the people know, Scotty. Let, it, let them know what <sighs> our hot take is, please. All right, guys. Here you go. Hold on tight. <clears throat> <laughs> Thanksgiving is too damn much. Mm-hmm. You hear me? It is too much pressure to have good plans. It's too much of a production. It's too much... Uh, forced awkward family time with niggas you only see once a year so it's just it's too fucking much to me and also to sylvia just to it's us. Just a little much it's just a little, this is, we're just here to represent it's not necessary we just want to talk about why we don't really fuck with thanksgiving like that Mm-hmm. We're here to represent the small minority of people who may feel the same. It ain't got nothing to do with us like liking food because you'll know me and Scotty like to eat. So yes. it's not that. Has but it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. But it's, that's probably the only good thing about Thanksgiving to us. So yes. we're going to, you know, talk, get delve deeper into why we feel the way we feel. Mm-hmm. And we'll also be giving advice to some listeners about their own holiday season dilemmas. Exactly. So let's get into it because it's time. I'm not scared of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> So to start off, I have to say that growing up, I was always invested in the idea of like the Thanksgiving and even holiday dinners that we see in the movies. Like I love holiday movies. This time of year is my favorite. Like I live for this, but I personally didn't have a big extended family here in America always because my parents are first gen. So like sad to say is that my grandparents are not here. And they're not here in America. Um, I have one uncle 
<laughs> a singular uncle and aunt who are here. I have mm-hmm. a do have a good amount of cousins, but they kind of were coming here as we were growing up and all of these things. But mostly all of my Thanksgivings were always like before my parents got divorced, we would like maybe go to like my godparents' house for Thanksgiving. Or I even remember like right. a couple Thanksgivings we would have at various homes that we've lived in. But the thing is, my family moved around a lot too. And so I think because mm-hmm. I think when your family comes in very like nomadly into America, like like as nomads, yeah. it's kind of like <laughs> no. there's no base of like, oh, this is where we go all the time. Right. My dad also is no longer here in America. So like usually I'm with my mom and my sister always. Like that's the base. Like I know, especially after my parents split up when I was like, I guess maybe 14, 15 is when they got divorced. Then Thanksgiving kind of transitioned to, um, okay, like we're going to have friends. We're going to go to our friends, like my mom's friends' homes who kind of always take us in. You know, like like the kind of people who would be like what my kids would be like to you, Scotty, like if I had kids or whatever. You know, like, right. okay, we're going to Auntie Scotty's or like, right. you know, like, and it's like they have kids and like those are right. like my play cousins and family and all of those people who we spend most of the year with anyway. Like, you know, sometimes people would take us in that way and it would always feel nice. Or um, then my mom remarried and sometimes we would go to like his family's house. Thanksgiving has never, I've never had consistent tradition. Like, you know, it's always been changing. Um, mm-hmm. And then even in these last two years, it's really just been my mom and my sister and I. Like, you know, last year they came to L.A., um, because I was out here, but it was a pandemic. And, you know, we just went to one of my friend's house. Shout out to Kelly out here. And, you know, this year is going to be just the three of us, too. Like, it's just kind of been I, we're not a huge. It's just the three of us. I don't have kids yet. Um, you know, my sister is eight years younger than me. Um, yeah, so she same. just got out of college. Right. And then it's like, you know, it's my mom. So I think that I think the idea of. The pressure that I sometimes feel that it has to look a certain way because I do like that. I was going to ask you, how did that make you feel when that transition happened where your parents had split up and you were like, okay, now we have a different idea of what Thanksgiving looks like. Now it looks a bit differently. Did you yearn for the old or something different or anything like that? I think I always yearned a bit for like a close, ex- like fully big extended family closeness. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the few times I would go back, like the few times I've been to Kenya or Nairobi and I would see like, that's the only time I ever get to see my mom's side of the family and they're big and they have, you know, these things, but obviously Thanksgiving is not a holiday out there. But right. like, I would be like, dang, I never got to experience this. I don't know. Like grandma Thanksgiving cooking is not a thing I've ever experienced. It's always something I've wanted to, you know what I mean? I wish I had more cousins my age that were like a thing so that like all of the, the, the fun stuff and the funny jokes and the Twitter with black families hashtags. Right, I always right. see like, I'm like, I only get to experience that often through friends. Like when I go to right. friends' homes for Thanksgiving, I am thankful for the friends who have become family to us who do, you know, give us that experience. But I do mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. like it's a very black American Thanksgiving. I think that's where I feel the split in me being African-American and my parents right. being Kenyan. And it's like, there and this bridging the two um sometimes is just whatever and i do think i think it's the only time of year where i think especially in the holidays where it's like i can tell that like oh i guess technically like at this age my mom had kids and her parents were already grandparents right. and like we were making the holidays exciting and it's kind of right. like i i think for me until like i know very realistically for my immediate family until i get married and have kids 
it's going to be looking like a real adult, grown adult holiday for yeah. us until then. I think kids are what makes so much of the holidays fun and special and right. all of these things. And I think that's the only time of year I feel... I would even say, because nobody makes me feel this way, and I do appreciate my family for that. Um, right. But uh, I feel like, dang, like if I maybe was living life a little differently, this day might be more fun for us. Or there right. may be more people at this table. But because I'm, you know, focusing on me and my career and yeah. all of those things, it's just going to be the three of us. So sorry, you have these two strong, independent daughters who... <laughs> Right. I, yeah, just, it was, it's right unnecessary now. pressure that you're putting on yourself because you know that everyone's counting on you to bring the extra <laughs> children <laughs> who will make this holiday a bit better. Yeah. You know, and you're like, I know it's coming. I got y'all. But listen, like, I got a lot of things going on that I want to put in place before taking that next step. But I know that pressure. I feel that pressure now. Yeah. And girl, and it's heavy. like, and I'm. And our moms are so great, right? Like, they literally have, I think, even took from their moms about, like, all right. Like, you know, there may yeah. be the occasional yeah. joke or stuff here. But, like, truly, they have, like, I hear how people go home every year and are stressed. Like, made to feel yeah. guilty. Like, that yeah. is not my scenario. Especially once my no. family realized I could take care of myself financially. And mm-hmm. That's a lot of reasons why they wanted some of the others to get married off. It's like, oh, oh, but Sylvia could take care of herself. So, <laughs> whatever right. you want to do, sis. And, like, luckily, I was raised around all uh, a lot of women. And a lot of women who who left their men uh, or are divorced <laughs> who are happier now. Hey. So they're telling me, you know, hey, wait a little while. You know, don't rush everything. They're, they're one of them. Like, yeah. my mom is starting to get the itch. You know, I, mm. I, sometimes I have to remind her, hey, sis, you landed on thick. Stop. <laughs> I, just, I just got a dog. You know, like, yeah. let's, let's love on that first. Let's, let's do that. Mm-hmm. let's make that the child before we take that step but yeah but do you feel do you ever feel that i mean i think i know i've talked about it but i don't i think even the pandemic and you know of course that changed thanksgiving for a lot of people i think for a lot well not enough because number <laughs> spiked last year but uh for those who did try to comply with the cdc guidelines last thanksgiving um you know, I think a lot of people experience a smaller Thanksgiving. And I think, but the other side of that for me, and I think that's maybe the first time it triggered the guilt of life felt like we had so much time and the pandemic kind of reminded us. And I kept thinking like, I never gave my parent, like my mom this or that or this or that. Yeah. Or like, yeah. I want, like, I'm assuming we're going to have all of these more chances to have big holidays. What if we don't? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh man, like yeah. it kind of triggered that a little bit for me. And I think um, mm. I think it's just like it's it's different. Like when everybody's grown and it's adults and everybody's like, eh, whatever. It's just more casual. Like we're yeah. not about to make, you know, my mom spend five hours like all day cooking a turkey when we don't even really like turkey like that. And it's just the three of us. What are we going to do with all that meat? What are we going to do with all that meat? Like just like whatever. I so, know. Like yeah. for me, you know, I, I don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but it was never that much of a issue like it was it wasn't that important simply because in the early years my family would get together every sunday and i mean the cousins the aunts the uncles um we all you know soul food big mama we all had a big mama i had a big mama her name was ma um and so she would get the family together and cook and make all these meals you know belizean meals and we would eat uh talk and come together and everything and when she passed you know, people, you know how they try to keep up the tradition, but, you mm-hmm. know, 
death sometimes introduces people to drama uh, within the family, and then people started to, you know, peel off. This is literally off. the plot line of Soul Food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's literally it. it so then everybody was like, "We're come, you know, we're gonna get it every other Sunday or uh, Sunday of the first Sunday of the month or things like that," mm-hmm. and then it just became nothing. Mm. Uh, that part I think broke my heart more because I did enjoy family coming together every Sunday it yeah. becoming a thing where I get to see my uncles all the time I get to see my aunts and cousins and everybody all the time Thanksgiving for me is just like that so I really never had any yearn to want to do it because I had it early on and then seeing people once a year <laughs> Just to eat. Sometimes I'd be like, all right, I don't, uh, I get it. I hear you. Food gathers people, brings people together. Mm -hmm. But if we did this every Sunday, then we won't need a Thanksgiving. And that was my problem with it. I was just like, I don't need, I don't want to do this once a year. I want to do this every week, you know, come Mm -hmm. together and do this together. So, you know, and then like, I, I didn't like that people made you feel a certain way that you've decided not to celebrate Thanksgiving or, you know, you don't take Thanksgiving as seriously. When I was in college, I decided to stay at school. A lot of us decided to stay at school (laughs) because you wanted to save money. You had to come back. Yeah. You know, so. (laughs) So when I was in Atlanta, I was like, I might as well just stay here. And also I have grandparents in Atlanta. But Thanksgiving Day. I'm just around. I'm on campus. Mm-hmm. I go to the calf. Ciao. <laughs> just during Thanksgiving break, you go to the calf. Thanksgiving day, day. I think. Okay. It was it was early. It was early. I was going to go to my grandparents' house at night. Uh-huh. So I wasn't going to be home all day. But I went to the calf. Ciao. This lady made me feel bad. She was like, oh, my God. You're right, honey. Oh, so you here by yourself? I was like, well, you know, it's Thanksgiving. Everybody's at with family, whatever. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll go soon, but I just, I'm here. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Is it, you don't have no money to go home? <gasps> Not you broke. Oh, God. <laughs> you have family? You have, I said, yes, actually, I have family. My grandparents are here. I'm just going to go over there, like, probably around in a few hours. I'm just hungry right now. I just want to get <laughs> a, a meal. And she was just like, oh, my God. She escorted me. Like, yeah. I ain't never been to Not- the calf before. <laughs> I've been in the calf every day. day. I'm always here, bro. What you mean? Hello, in the day you decide to give me two extra cornbread muffins. So I was like, okay. She turned you into little orphan Annie. <laughs> I felt so crazy. And then that made me cry. Because then I started Aww. to feel like, wow, this, am I really familyless? I have amazing family. I have an amazing family. My family is there. I made the decision, by the way, guys, not to go home. My mom was like, come home. I'm like, no, it's not even that deep. Right. But how deep it is to everyone else? I was it's like, the, oh, that's, shit. that's the pressure. Like, that's like, it's like, it's like one of those things where it's like societal outside pressure to make us feel like we should love something more that we don't really care, like, yes. care that much to. It's like, it actually brings out sometimes a lot of sadder feelings and happier feelings for me. And like, yes. unlike Christmas, which is like also a religious holiday for me as a Christian, where we're also celebrating like the birth of Jesus. Right. And like, um, to me, Christmas is like Thanksgiving, but better with gifts. It's like you get the right. food and the gifts. But like with Thanksgiving, Hello. it's like 
especially as the more woke we get about like just the origins of Thanksgiving. And it's like, so what? I'm, I'm supposed to be feeling having all these emotional feelings because white people came and stole this country from Native Americans and about it. indigenous about it. people mm-hmm. and pretended like they had a little happy meal about it. Right. And that's the tradition that it. we're keeping alive or we're like, you know, struggling to keep alive. It's like I'm here for family gatherings and you know, I, t- I love cookouts. I love I cookouts do. in the summertime. And I right. love Christmas. But for me, Thanksgiving is just the warm-up to Christmas. And I mean, honestly, it's so close to Christmas. It's a budget breaker. You mean I got to come home or somebody got to right. come here just to turn right back around in th- less than 30 days to do this again? On top of that, you got Mima getting up <laughs> twice. You got Mima getting up twice <laughs> to risk herself in that motherfucking kitchen. Yeah. Knowing that she be having flashes hot flashes hot flashes over that stove on the 10 of the hour but, every hour this but, child is hot but because and her you son, got her because uncle bruce and she know her baby bruce love his greens this way she gonna stand over jesus, them and put them jesus, jesus, in, child. jesus you know uncle cyrus can't have the, his cholesterol already high and then you gonna make him eat twice these meals? you know on you top know. of that you know aunt sylvia don't oh well actually <laughs> it's me it's me it's, i was named after my aunt i get it i have it's the my, it's a baby i think about name. my aunt sylvia. <laughs> but my aunt sylvia and my aunt phyllis they don't drive they don't like to drive at night you got them fucking driving at night because you know the food ain't gonna be ready until the nighttime. So now, now she they got to get their sons and daughters to drive, and you know they take forever. So everybody is delayed. Do that twice, twice within and then a month, and then I'm you won't make it. the people like then like the the uh, the toxicity that some people have to endure from certain relatives. Y'all gonna make them do that back to back? That's not good for their mental back, health. That's not good back. for the mental health. Shout out to the people who are living different lifestyles and are usually allowed in classic black families and have to deal with hiding a part of themselves just to be a part oh, of their man. family or like yeah. um having to lie about anything or even everything. Not even about different lifestyles. Like there's how many <laughs> married couples pretend who have been separated pretend to be married and together and happy during Ooh, the holidays just to fake to. it. Just to fake it. Like yeah. it's just it, I feel like it's just so much pressure to be this picture of perfection that's just not normal or life and like right. I don't know I, I I think I'm obviously projecting more than this just even Thanksgiving's fault but I do think that for me it just feels like pressure right Q4 is already busy <laughs> it's like it's like I would rather just be able to focus on the one holiday at the end of the right. year and like put my energy towards that because it's it's expensive. It's emotionally draining sometimes. It's complicated debating where we going, who we seeing, who hates who, who don't like who in the family. Family beef always exists alone, and it just that. makes it like I don't even want to go nowhere. I don't even want to go nowhere. I'm just going to stay here because I don't want to deal. It's like I got now I got to argue and have arguments I don't want to have. Or watch other people argue. If you're someone like me who does not like confrontation <laughs> yes. with other people. I love confrontation. I'll do it with myself. Oh, no. I'm talking about watching. Most everybody in my but family watching likes people, me. I start to <laughs> die. I start to melt. I can't do it. Child. If you know Caribbean families, <laughs> you know. Somebody always got a problem with somebody's husband. Listen. Never liked your daddy. Oh, never liked never, him. Never liked him. So do you have any like, I know you've been over the holidays since you've been little and all of those things and like it's never been a thing. So, But when you look at 
Thanksgiving in the future, right? Like, yeah. Where I think we're both at this middle stage where it's like, okay, we had the past that did look a bit more traditional family things. And now we're kind of in the young adult, not so young adult <laughs> transition where it's like, right. now it's our turn to create these families for ourselves and maybe right. decide if we want to keep these traditions going that may feel antiquated or like overrated to us or create new ones. Like, right. I know for me, the only thing that, my family requires and by my family I mean my mom and my sister cause Liz don't play about us and she is like we will be together for them <laughs> with we, the gun we will we will and I don't mean just the day I mean the week the weekend right. before after during hello all of it it's a it's a Thanksgiving week for well, us and maybe I wish it could be sour, and I wish it could be too and it's Child. like <laughs> and it's like if nothing else, it's like, I, I don't know what we may be eating. I don't know whose house we'll be at. But, like, I do know my mom and my sister and I, if nothing else, will be chilling on the couch every Thanksgiving, right? But right. I do have a desire to enrich that somehow. Like, the more I begin to build a family myself. I would love to insert, I think, some type of, like, family situation with people around the table and just happiness and laughter and food. Like, that idea makes me happy, but I'm not really sure how I'm going to construct that in the future. Right. What are your thoughts? Um, well, my traditions, I think I've already set what I really want. I want new traditions. I want, well, actually, old traditions that have went away that may be new to me and, you know, the person I start to do this life with. But I want to do the Sundays that I talked about previously. I want... Okay, yeah, yeah. Even though Thanksgiving's doesn't... It, it still won't ever hit with me like that, but I want to make sure that my family and my children go to my husband's, you know, home and, I mean, where he's from and... We get to spend time with their family. I think splitting it up like that is cool with me because Christmas is my mom's jam. There's no way that I cannot be home for Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, but I think Thanksgiving can be dedicated to whomever, you know. The in-laws I have these children in, the in-laws. The future in-laws get Thanksgiving. Right, they get Thanksgiving. And then maybe even for Christmas, we can bring the in-laws and the whole family I together. I would love, like, just combine. I mean, my family's combine. not, I mean, I think we both don't come from such huge families that that's impossible, that are right. here in America. Like I don't think like, so. You know. And so, yeah, I, I think yeah, that's something I would wish to do, but I really do want to make sure that we are seeing our family members more than once or twice a year. Yeah. So I want to try to put something together that at least once a month we come together and we eat together, we talk to each other. I don't want to have to give you the rundown, what the year end rundown of what happened in my life by November. You know, every time I fit, my cousin asked me, so what was that job you did over there in February? <laughs> no, no, no. I much rather me tell you during February, what was happening then. And so, yeah, I, th I think that kind of stuff is what I, I want to start doing more. Yeah. The connection, that's something that I think pandemic has done for me, which is, you know, I have definitely wanted to connect more with family and talk more with family and more than just phone and texting, but like through us being in the same room and having the discussion because we took that for granted yeah during you know during that time when we were all away from each other so yeah yeah, 
Yeah. I think that's something that I want to do. I am glad we were able to get that off our chest. But before we go, we're going to take a look at some questions from our listeners about their holiday season anxieties and dilemmas and try to offer some advice. Because one thing Mm. about Sylvia and I, we will give you some advice (laughs) and good advice. Okay. Right. Now, take this advice at your own discretion. Yeah. Okay. Always cap everything off with. But I ain't no professional. You know, like... <laughs> right, right, right. I, we ain't no professional, but we no damn near close. Now, but we close. Like, we damn near close. The punctuation for everybody says, but that's just me. <laughs> right. But I mean, but if you have watched Get You and Me on YouTube, you know... You know. That you we know. get people together now. We are, we we are specialize. better than the average we, in results. We specialize, we specialize in results. We specialize in results. And we so. are trying to give that to our Okay Now Listen listeners as well. So, Scotty, want to read the first question? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. First question is, spending Thanksgiving with the white side of my fam, is it rude to only eat the food we cooked? (laughs) Let me just give it to you plain right there. (laughs) No, it's not rude. (laughs) It's self-care. And I refuse. I refuse for you to think that it's anything else because now I've seen these TikToks and these videos. Now that I'm a dog mom, I've seen a lot of dog stuff. I am watching these white people use their appliance, like their kitchen shit. No. Forks, utensils. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. When they're making dinner. They let them lick the fork and shit. Oh, hell no. And then they put it back in the bowl. Sylvia, they, Scotty, they go you are to me. mix it. You are I lying to me. kid you not. not I'll the, find you. Not the pets that it. eat the insects. Not pets yep. who lick rodents. Not pets who lick their own ass. Ass and they balls and, and genitals. Yes. Those cats? That the, pet. Those dogs? Yes. The ones rolling in the mud? Yes. <laughs> At the park? Okay. And they making their tuna uh, dip casserole, whatever the fuck they making in that damn kitchen. And they have a nape pet. Enjoy the meal with them. Arrest them, officer. <laughs> and so it's not rude. <laughs> so no. And you know what? He would love to put a raisin in something that don't need no raisin. Child. They love to put a casserole together. A chickpea somewhere <laughs> that it, it don't belong. I'm okay. And you know don't- it ain't seasoned. Call it a dietary restriction. You know who you are who asked this question. Do what you got to do. Be like, oh, you know, my paleo diet. No, it's a new one. The new one that mm-hmm. came out this week. Whatever mm-hmm. you got to do, but protect yourself and your stomach. Call it the niggio <laughs> diet because I want you take, to your, <laughs> take your seasoning. Because I want you podcast. to. I, I want, want you to. Leave. Did I you say you the niggio <laughs> diet? <laughs> because <laughs> I'm taking my seasoning salt. Y'all must have me fucked up. Girl, because I'm not eating this. I'm not eating this without any seasoning salt. Ah, I can't. I can't do it. I just, can't do girl, it. If nothing mind. else, girl, carry a little hot sauce in your bag like Beyonce just to help you get through what you need to get through if nothing else. But like mm. I said, keep it light. Keep it tight. Oh, and you know that turkey dry. You know that turkey is cooked. And here's the thing. <gasps> and here's the thing. Because white people ain't sleep. They're going to be eating the black side of your family's food, too. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the truth. You're right about it. They're going to be eating it right there You're with right you. About Get it. to it before they do, because their white side of the family is probably very excited. You probably have some cousins who wait all year long. Who can't wait. Who can't wait. To eat the black side. Oh, we, our black cousin coming. Wait. 
Is her mama cooking what? something? Yes. Please tell me she's bringing that mac and cheese. Because, boy, they don't use that craft. They don't use that box. I don't know what they, they use, use but they box. use something else. Or I don't, I don't need water with this chicken. So let's just please. I just, I just want you to protect yourself. Look after yourself. And that's a form of self-care. It's not rude. And if they ask it's you, if they, get, if they get to asking you too many questions, tell them being black in America is hard enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I shouldn't have to eat your food too. <laughs> sprinkle a little, yeah, sprinkle a little sprinkle white a little guilt in white, there. White guilt on them and remind Let them. the white guilt. And that's it. So. Right. That's right. good. It's good enough. Let me answer. <laughs> the, let's do the next one. The second one. Yeah. Um, our next listener says, anxious for the fam to keep asking us when we're getting engaged. Like, that's a him question. Listen, ain't it? Ain't it? <laughs> ain't she right about it. She right <laughs> about, about, about it. That is a him Fuck that got to do question. with me. You, you asking me like I'm about to get down on one knee and propose. Thank you. Because I, I hate, hate that question. Maybe God you damn. should be asking this nigga how he feel because ain't that a him? Ain't that a him? That's a him question. I think you have your answer right there, sis. When they ask you when you're getting engaged, throw your nigga under the bus. No, kidding. Right. Oh, you know what? You know what you should do, sis? Look, if he's behind you or beside you, just look at him and say, I don't know. You ask him. Yeah. It's, it's a him question. You ain't even got to um, call him. If he across the room, you just maybe just say, hey, you know, that's yeah. it. That's on him. He's picking it Ask him. You know, just let that and let it roll off your back, child. They ain't or, looking at you, know, you different. And if you don't feel like throwing your but one of the best, if it's a, you know, you did say it's a him question though, so I do believe that you are ready. Because I wanted to, to say for those who are in relationships and not ready and are getting that question as a unit, just tell them people to mind their business. <laughs> be, <laughs> be like, tell them that I'm just we're just trying to make sure that we have the kind of marriage that lasts. Mm-hmm, Hit them mm-hmm. with that last. Mm-hmm. Emphasize last. the lasts with an S. Yeah, that's and a good one. all your aunties who are divorced and on their second or third marriages. We'll eat their food. We'll eat their food and mind their business. Hopefully catch the nod before it has to get even more direct. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What's the next question? The third one is, (sighs) new boo is working. I feel like my family is going to think I'm making him up. Now... You know, black families is rude. They be like, they will say, they're like, where the little nigga at? You been talking about him? Now, this is between me and y'all. I got somebody in my family that's like that. We ain't never seen this man in our lives. You are okay? Scotty, I, I swear to God. No. And I love her. I love, you know, I love you, sis. <laughs> this is between us. Not my sister, but it's my family member. And. Y'all, they've been together for about, I think, 12 years. 12? 12. And you've never laid eyes? 12 of them things. Yes. And he has never, I've never been in the same room with this dude. This man can slap me on the streets of New York City. (laughs) And I would say, I don't know who you are. I'm your cousin's boyfriend. Oh, like, I wouldn't have a clue. Have y'all seen pictures? Now... Back 12 years ago, you know, the, the pictures weren't that clear. It was good. They were cool. I got some follow-up <laughs> questions for your but cousin 15 I'm just years. saying, I know what she's what she feels like because I'm one of them family members. I was like, well, well damn. Like, when are we going to see this man or woman? Whomever. When are we going to see this Because, you know, my next question was going to be, 
Do we think that maybe this man is a front, a beard of some sort, <laughs> a protection mechanism to a keep the, the family members at bay who she don't really need them to know about her business? Listen. And that's not something you have to answer here on tape because I know your family may listen to this podcast. I'm just saying that it's just 15 years is a long time to just never. And, and, and you know home. what's amazing is you can add an extra three years and it still feels like a long time. You said 15, <laughs> I said 12. And the Tw- thing oh, is, yeah. it, it might as well it, be 15. It might as well be 15, 20. A decade? At this point. Over a yes. decade? Yes. So, what I would say, this is a new boo. New boo situation. is understandable because also you don't want everybody to be asking about the new boo every year. If you bring them home, that's what's going to happen. Sometimes you got to make sure that they're going to be around long enough. But it sounds like she's talking about them with the family anyway. So she's like, you know, oh, yeah, me and him are going or me and her are going or whatever, whatever, you know. And mm-hmm. they're like, OK, sis, can't wait to see him at Thanksgiving. So then Thanksgiving rolling around is like, oh, he's not here. You just have to have. Maybe a FaceTime. <laughs> and, you know, I would say tell your family to mind their damn business. But aside from that, pictures. Oh, look, we went here together. Something will prove it. <laughs> look what, yeah, you got to show proof. You want, you want to see him? Don't use Instagram. They, Have the pictures in your phone. Like, hello, one of you guys together. Yes. You know, yes. that would be helpful because I think people will understand if you have, you know, like, oh, yeah, this is him. But new because it's like, well, obviously, sometimes in a new relationship, you're not like far long enough to be not going to like Spend maybe it. your new boo. Well, you, he's working in this case. And hey, a man with a job, you could they would be mad if you didn't have one of those. They oh, sure would be. It. So speak tell them it. he's at work. <laughs> Getting that paycheck that y'all would require for his ass to have to date me. Hello. But also, well, you know, sometimes for other people who may have to apply this because you, the relationship is new and you both are still doing Thanksgiving separately. People's families right. live in different states. It's not, you can't always get to both. Don't make your family feel like, be like, girl, if this works out, you'll be seeing him every Thanksgiving for the rest of your life. So just enjoy these last moments of just these, me time. Right. Just me time, the pictures, <laughs> and the maybe a FaceTime. And that's it. And and some of these families, I'm trying to marry him and he won't want to stay here if he sees how y'all behave. (laughs) Right. I'm trying to get y'all ass together. So it's like, I can't bring him. Y'all know how to act. Y'all know, your families know which one of those are as well. It's like, I'm not about to get embarrassed by y'all. Also, I just want to point out, DeAndre, if you think for a second, my brother. (laughs) DeAndre! You going to hide some girl from me? We got nothing coming. I'll invite her my damn self on DM. So, yes, this advice is for everybody else but DeAndre, my brother. Sorry you caught that stray, DeAndre. I'm sorry you caught that stray. Yeah, he's like, y'all be acting crazy. And I cannot, I am afraid that you are going to run one of these girls away. And that's not how I am. Yeah, that's what the rest of us are thinking too, Scotty. We are all confused (laughs) as to why DeAndre would be afraid. None of us understand. DeAndre, we're with you. DeAndre, we stand with you. We stand with you. Sylvia, child. It's not you right about it, DeAndre. Think that. twice. Think twice. Make sure she can handle herself. Make sure she can stand her ground. Because you're right about your mama and your sister, and they know it. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's move on. I, to the next. I'm, I'm going to do the necessary <laughs> things, though, to make sure she's the right person. So, yes, you will need to go through me. Our next listener asks, what about coping with not bringing any boo? 
And I think we could combine this with another question that said, also asked us, how do you avoid slash fight off relationship questions when you're perpetually single? So this advice is about people who are single and are maybe sad about it, it seems. Like, you know, it's like, because one person is asking about coping with not having somebody to bring, which can be sad when you may see your family members all with their significant others and whatever, and you're well, you feeling especially single. You see your cousin with her third boo and at like the their child. But even like, you know, the happy married ones, and be like, oh, when will it be my turn? And then the family often doesn't help with that. They're never usually sensitive no. with that. A lot of times they're all they're looking like, don't you see how happy your cousin, you see your cousin here with her third baby? When we gonna get one out of you? They good for one of those, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, how to cope? That's a good question. I think it's something a lot of people have to deal with. <sighs> I would say it's, I think a lot of it comes in with having this, coming in with a strong sense of self. You know what I mean? Knowing why you're single, you know, and having understanding about like your life will happen in your timing. And that everybody who, you may see at the household with a partner, there's always more than what it looks like. It's not. It's always exactly. more than what it looks like. So don't exactly. get to romanticizing everybody who happens to have somebody to bring. Because for all you know, your cousin is on her fourth track on the Summer Walker album because she's going through all the same things. And like, those are the facts. <laughs> and those are the facts. It's a, You know, sometimes your auntie may be pretending like she's happy, but y'all know that her husband's been cheating on her half day marriage. Like... You want a healthy situation and you deserve to wait for that. And I think that having that, like you have to come come in strong because you know you may have right. a family that won't, will just exasperate that feeling. So like maybe right. have a therapy session scheduled post Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something like that may be helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, have somebody that you can check in with. Maybe that like a friend that you can be like, remind me who I am and why I am living right. like this. Like bring me back. Right. And also remind yourself that it's usually to like the baby boomers and the ones before those Mm. who are stuck in this like toxic generational just cycle of nasty. Mm. You got to be with a man. You got to be paired up. You have to be with somebody or else something's wrong with you. You are broken if you're not with someone. And, you know, some of y'all grandfathers have been around the block, child. And you know damn well that grandmama was not with it, wasn't happy with it. So just remind yourself, they're just doing this because they were, that's how they were raised. So you have to just, just ignore the conditioning that they have been through and refuse to unlearn. They don't know know? because it was put on them and they're perpetuating an unhealthy cycle. But also, you made me think of this reel. Did you see this reel with the black grandma? And she asked her, <laughs> no. she asked her, Grandma, have you ever been in love or something like that? And she was like, no. And she was like, but you were married. And she was like. And still I said no. And she just, she, she just looked at us and hummed. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And that, <laughs> baby, I saw that reel and I said, a lot of people was like, this is it y'all talking about it they were married but were they happy were they in love i'm looking for all of it or maybe Mm -hmm. i'm not even looking for it because i know i don't need that i am happy with my career myself my life my singleness all of that don't make people feel like the lifestyle they think you need to live is the one you have to live you know what's best for you most of the time and so Focus on that and remind yourself of that when people try to bring you in and sway you into their line of thinking. Because I don't even understand why you're asking him if he's not here. If he's not here, then why are you asking? 
about when you're I'm being doing in a relationship. It. You're just trying to make me feel bad, right? Yes. So it's on purpose? Like, some things I know I'll be taking personally, but that right there, I'll be taking that kind of personal. Like, will you see that I'm here by myself? Yeah. So why I even ask me the question? Yeah, and I think so, that yeah. ties in a little bit to the next question you're about to read. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> Somebody asked us. I broke up with a nigga a few weeks ago. How can I avoid all the where is where is he questions? Let me tell you something. You tell your family, y'all love me? Like I there's times where I say, Y'all love me, right? This man no longer exists. <laughs> we all are gonna act like he does not exist. I know that's Do you understand? Right. Who? All my aunts, everybody. <laughs> that's the end don't even it doesn't exist. That don't it even bring happened. him up no more. It never happened. It never happened. Oh no, what happened? Just so much that I don't even want to talk about no more. <laughs> I put that in the past. Let's put him in, in the, the past. Because some people be good for a reminisce, right? You tell them that we broke oh. up. Oh man, but I used to love the way he would take out the trash after every Thanksgiving. He was so nice about it, wasn't he? Or ooh, how you gonna find a man that ha- looks like this or has this or the again, girl? Yeah. Are you sure you can't work it out? So just like I found him, I find another. Right. And they should know that. Like, I'd be looking, uh, sometimes I'd be like, you know the answers to these questions. Or y'all just want to be messy and find out what happened. happened. You want to you know, know they want some tea. tea. You want some juice. And it's like only certain family members, depending on how close you may be, get that. Exactly. And so, no, also, that's another thing. Protect your peace by knowing who to tell what to. Sometimes mm-hmm. the less information, the better. Don't give mm-hmm. them nothing to gossip about because then your mama mm-hmm. going to get to fight in. And it's all these other things because they don't want nobody talking about her baby. Like just. Right about it. <laughs> so just protect everybody by saying, hey, we broke up. End yeah. of story. And yeah. I don't know. I've seen somebody do this before. It's only for the bold. But I do think it's effective when you come in, say everybody down, be like, hey, guys, just I want to make a communal announcement. Yes. Me and this person are no longer together. Yes. Yes. That's what I mean. He I will not, not be exist. taking any questions. <laughs> I no. Not, I will not be taking any more questions. This is my statement. Yes. Let's eat. And then yes. that way, because you don't have to go through, because sometimes what's hard about it is like every other person is coming up to you one by one because mm-hmm. they didn't know, to Scotty's point. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's a group announcement, a blanket statement. Hey, it can even be a text in the family group chat before you get there. Hey. Right. If y'all have one, right. hey, da 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 da, boop 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 boop. Or even get somebody to speak for it. Like my mom is the best one. A spokesperson. She'll go, get right, ally. and she'll say, "Hey, before she walks in this house, yes, yes, we, they broke up. She doesn't want to talk about it. Hey, let's move on. Let's let's not ask no questions. Nothing. Nothing. She's doing great. Let's just keep moving. Cause you know that's how you doing. <laughs> Like, like they How found you out you feel? got cancer. Like, right. It's like, I don't know. Am I okay? Am I? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still here. I'm good. Did the doctor yeah, say good. something I know about? Right. So, yeah, that one does. It, it stings, I know, with it every hurt, fucking question. It and, hurts. And, and that circles back as to why you take your time telling your family about a man. You can't yes. be telling them about every man. No. Then you're going to have to do this cycle a lot more over than you and should. Over again. You pick and choose. Yes. Ooh, because this is the this is the other side of it. It's all fun and games mm. when you post to him on the grid until right. you got to unarchive the post. And then the older you get, the more serious they think you are with somebody. So then they're like, oh, I thought that was it. 
You was going to be married. I thought this was it. I thought, oh, that was really the one. Thought it was the one. How you thought it was the one, nigga? Like, it used to drive. That used to drive. And my final, ca- my final caveat to this and I, mm-hmm. is that, because this happens too now, if, this, if you don't think that this breakup is permanent, watch how you talk about him at the family Thanksgiving because they will continue to hate that man. Yes. And, and then you want them to be, why are you so mean to him when he back next Thanksgiving? Because you told yeah. them too much. You yeah. love him. Your family yes. don't. They love That's you. That's a word, Sylvia. So you read if, about if you, it. You, you, y'all know who y'all are. It may be a little break. <laughs> it may be you got mad about something, but you're planning on bring, getting this nigga back. Don't yes. go home talking about something y'all broke up. Keep yeah. it t- don't don't do that because <laughs> right. then you're gonna make it harder for both of you exactly. on the other side of that. So I do want to say if you broke up with <laughs> this nigga a few weeks ago, be sure that you really yes. broken up with this man before you say something. Otherwise, just be like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you know, like you know, you know how to evade it, like evade the question. Be like, oh, you know, he's doing Thanksgiving here, I'm doing Thanksgiving here, and then you can let them know later if it's been longer and it's true. But don't go pre breaking news because then you're right. That's, that's a great point so yeah that's a great keep that <laughs> everybody hold that close to your heart only tell your family when you are sure sure like i have a friend who literally told me that they they had broken up with their boyfriend of a long time they didn't tell that they still didn't tell their family over the holidays because they didn't want to deal with that and mm-hmm. they end up getting engaged by the next summer and you know why it worked out for them because their family never knew that they was broken up over that holiday break that's right that's so right. i'm just saying that's true. I got guy cousins that will hate you for the rest of your life. Their lives. I, I so got aunts, uncles, I, my mother. Hey, all of them. We don't want. Oh yeah, my mom. To. My mom will hate you forever. <laughs> so, so let's just keep that at a minimum. All right. That was great. Okay. This last one. Mm. How do I respectfully <laughs> disrespect toxic family members? It's the respectfully disrespect for me because I I, I hear you. Like, I feel it's like, like I you're understood good at immediately that. what you meant. I lose the respect. So I, I'm going to turn to you, Sylvia. <laughs> this, I actually threw a vacuum at one of my toxic family members because I was just you that You threw mad. a vacuum? I was upset, Sylvia. You're not going to keep talking about my mama now. What decade was this? Because the vacuums in the 90s was a lot bigger and, and heavier and, and, and it, than they and are it was. now. And it was. <laughs> just like, we talking about like a. We're not talking about that little cordless Dyson. No, no, no. We talking, talking about <laughs> daredevil. We talking about daredevils. We talking. We talking about the cord is included. The cord is whipping around for the final hit. Yeah. So yeah, don't so. do that. That no, 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 we're no, gonna no. put that. I was on so the young dome. though. And I get, I was young. Well, that's why you know you you you've had this uh, the heart of a lion your whole life. Okay, but I do think so respectfully disrespect you're looking for a little nice nasty you're looking for a little kick but nothing Mm -hmm. too spicy you know Mm -hmm. it's like a a warning shot Mm -hmm. but nothing that will get you put out or yelled at by an elder person (laughs) in your family because you don't feel like dealing with that either i always think it's nice and it's hard because usually the best ones are specific but i do Mm. think it's just like you know it's very much about smiling when you say it a lot of times it's a tone in your face right it's like you can hit them with a love ya, but a little affirmation on the back end or yeah. front end of it. Or like maybe it's in your front facial. Like I said, like, cause if you scowling and your tone and you talking with your teeth, right. they feel that black people are big on tone. 
especially elderly black people. Like they're big on tone. So if you say it with an upswing tone, they may mm-hmm. not even catch the shade. You know what I mean? Or they'll and be once like, they use that word nasty, don't get nasty with me. You know they mad. You know, so what you know I'm they, just... then, then you didn't do it well enough. Sometimes think of it like a work email. You know, when you mm. can't get fired, but you do want to let them know that no. It's like, um, like, so for example, if they are talking about your mama, like if you hear somebody talking about your mama, you can come in and be like, hey, love y'all, but do not talk about my mother that way behind her back. That is your family member. Or maybe it's Thank not. Da, 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 da. Go to her and talk to her about it or whatever, whatever. But we should be better than this. Always make it mm-hmm. about like a moral better. high ground. Right. You know what I mean? Or make bring, them feel like you're going high. high. Like and you and Michelle Obama, Obama are Yes, up both here going high it. and while they mm-hmm. go low. This is mm-hmm. you know, we save going medium and low for the strangers. But you want to give your family mm-hmm. a chance mm-hmm. for you to go high, right? These this mm-hmm. your family. You only get one set. And right. you know, the repercussions are longer lasting if you curse yes. somebody out at Thanksgiving. You're bringing way more people into it than necessary. It's gonna be a whole thing. So Sylvia, if I say like somebody says to me, like some somebody had said back in the day, Hey, where's Brendan at? And me and Brendan had broke up. Can I say, right where Uncle Ray is? <laughs> I want to know that she that? smiled when she said it. And right. that was going to make it. And, and it's, the tone has changed. It says, right where Uncle Ray, Ray is. Gone. Gone. When, gone. Together. Somewhere we don't, we can't find them. Okay, so you the smile and the tone were helpful, right? Okay. I All do right. think that maybe you could... You know, Uncle Ray bringing him up specifically, you're tap dancing on that line. But maybe, so maybe, so maybe bring up Uncle Ray as a, that's the warning flag, but then couch, mm. couch it with, because we both are better than them, right? Or like, yeah. so that was their mm. loss, right? Mm. Both of them were wrong, correct? You know, like, bring it, bring it back to Bring it together. Bring it right. at the end. Bring up Uncle Ray. That is the, that's the respectful disrespect. That's the disrespect right. part. But then Kasha would like, here, here where Uncle Ray at? With the niggas mm-hmm. who don't know how to take care of their women. Or the women right. who are not good enough for this family, right? Because we have standards, don't we, Auntie Joyce? Right? Yes, we do. Yes, Something like do. that. You know what I That's, mean? Kasha would. was on the fuck I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? So just remember, <sighs> if all else fails, smile. Say it with a nice tone. That will confuse them long enough for you to at least get away. Yes. Before it calculates. <laughs> And keep it quick. I always say keep it keep it short. Yes. Because if you keep it long, it's gonna get more and more disrespectful. Yes. Nip it. You gotta nip it at the butt. That's that's what I would always <laughs> say. Say what you need to say and then walk away. Walk away. Because it'll it'll fly over the head, then they'll catch it, and then they'll wanna start. But you're already out. You're gone. You're gone. You moved late. on. We're over here. And I'm right. and I'm avoiding you for the rest of the dinner. I'm, I'm, um, you're right. going left. I'm going Actually, right. I'm I'm right by my mother who you want to talk about behind her back. <laughs> so you ain't gonna say nothing anyway. Yeah, nothing else. You know, so, but yeah, yeah, lots of love yous. You can. This is your family, so you love can use you. love you to disarm. That helps. Love you, love you, love but you. No, love you, but gotta go. Love yes. you, but this is how I choose to live my life. Right. But it's gonna be y'all gonna get through. You gonna get through. And if you do go off the handle, maybe Scotty can give you a word about. <laughs> you take that vacuum right out the back. Right. And if all those fails, ask them, can I get you a plate? Can I get you some more mac and cheese? Can I get you some pie? Like right. service, service it out. Like right, <laughs> I'm gonna get some more. You want some? You know, I'm Go gonna get you another you another piece of pie, child, and That's sit it. down and chill out uh, and scroll right, through man. Instagram. Okay, all right, y'all gonna get through it. We gonna survive the day, 
and we will be right back at here at Christmas time. So until then, that's our show. Thank you all for tuning in. Our show is a production of Pineapple Street Studios in partnership with Netflix and Strong Black Lead. Shout out to our team. Our editor is Jess Jupiter and our producer is Taylor Hosking. Our music is by Amanda Jones. Special thanks to Max Linsky and Jenna Weiss-Berman. Make sure you share your thoughts with us on the episode using the hashtag OKNowListen. Like we said, this was a safe space, so be respectfully disrespectful if you're going to be disrespectful. Okay? We just taught you how. Okay, come mm-hmm, come mm-hmm. nice with it. But also, come if you nice. guys have, if you guys also have any extra advice or at tad visit you can give to any of the questions heard today, please share that. You know, I'm sure people yeah. will appreciate it. Um, and follow Strong Black Lead on the socials at Strong Black Lead, and follow us too. I'm at Sylvia Obell, and I'm at Turkey Will Always Be Dry, Scotty B. Goodbye. And those are the facts. Until next those time. Are the, those, those are facts. That is life. the fact. The Thanksgiving is about the sides. What Make a say? chicken, please. Ham it up. I'll, I'll ham it up. Oh, ham. Just, just yeah, get the ham. ham. That's a good protein. You know something? Yeah, protein. Pick a oh dish. Make your own traditions. Turkey. We are into the credits. I know y'all are done. All right, till next okay. time, folks. Stay blessed. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs>